0: Tapping on the bar down at the spark, I made eye contact with Lonzo and he knew exactly what I needed. Another rum and coke. I was bumping my head to the rhythm of the music as I waited for him to bring me my drink when a woman approached me. My girlfriend told me that you're a firefighter. Is that true? She asks as her lip curled up on one side. She had that look in her eye, that same look I had seen a hundred times before. It's a mixture of drinking a little too much and infatuation. Your girlfriend is telling you the truth, I replied, grinning, as I turned around on the bar stool to face her. Suddenly, Lonzo's hand came over my shoulder with a rum and coke. There you go, Cain, he said. I grabbed the glass and took a sip. "Mm Mmm, perfect. Looking back at Lonzo, I nodded and said, thanks, bro. He nodded and continued down the bar to help other patrons of the spark. Looking back at the woman, she suddenly didn't look so hot as she cupped her mouth and bent over. "'Bathrooms are that way,' I said, pointing over to the corner. She hurried her steps quickly away to the bathrooms, and I shook my head as I stood up and returned over to the pool table, with Brian and the two girls we had just met earlier. The brunette, who had been flirting with me all night, moseyed up to my side and grabbed onto my arm. Leaning into my ear with a seductive voice, she said, I hope that girl wasn't trying to steal my man away. I laughed. Sugar, I'm not your man. I glanced toward the bathrooms as I continued. But I wouldn't worry about her. I think the only date she'll have tonight is with a porcelain bowl. Brian laughed as he came over and handed me a pool stick. It's your shot, McCormick. I took a swig of my rum and coke and set it on the table next to me as I flashed a smile his way. As I walked past Brian, I leaned into his ear and said, Boys versus girls isn't very fair for them now, is it? True, but we're all trashed and nobody really cares, Brian replied, laughing as he lost his footing for a second. I nodded in agreement as I strolled around the pool table. I decided to go for the six ball and got into position. I leaned across the worn green felt-top pool table and looked at the corner pocket. Glancing down at the cue ball, I lined up my shot and let it rip. As I stood upright, I felt my phone vibrate in my pocket. Pulling it out slightly, I saw it was my sister, Emily. She rarely called, and never at this time of night. Handing Brian my pool stick with a lowered brow, I said, I'm going to step out for a moment. I'll be back. All right, man. Everything cool? Brian asked. Hope so, I replied. Turning, I headed out of the bar and out to the sidewalk as I answered my sister's call. Ems? A sniffle came across the line, setting my worry soaring and my pulse racing. What is it? What's wrong? I asked. It's mom. I shook my head as I touched my forehead and looked down at the cracking pavement below my feet. What do you mean, Emily? What's wrong with mom? She began crying for a moment before being able to squeeze out the words, It's back. The bar music and noises that were coming from a few feet away quieted as my world began to crumble at the words my sister spoke. My mother's cancer was back. How bad? I asked. Bad, she replied, her words trailing off in her hopeless tone. I sighed heavily as I looked up the sidewalk that was illuminated by the streetlights. I wanted to start running right then and not stop until I reached my mother. So she'll need lots of chemo and more rounds of... No, Emily snapped, interrupting me. What? It's not like that this time. It's bad, Cain, really bad. They aren't going to be treating the cancer. I dipped my head and let my back fall against the brick wall that was behind me, Really? They can't do anything? Surgery? No. They already tried all they could. It came back a few months ago and she kept it from us because she didn't want us to worry. She has months to live, if she's lucky. I'm going to come over, I said firmly, wiping the falling tears from my eyes. No, don't do that. I'm okay, Kane. Well, I'm not, And judging by the phone call in the middle of the night and the crying, you aren't okay either. I want to be there for you, sis. She sniffled. Thank you, but I'm okay. I know I made you feel bad for not being there for me after we found out about Kyle, but I'm older now and I understand. Plus, I'm at work right now.